everybody. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we have a lot to talk about. But first, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. If you are not a member of our Patreon, guys, you missed a big week last week. We dropped a bonus podcast episode all about American Idol. We also dropped a throwback to our origins with an oreo taste test video done pandemic style and then of course a couple weeks ago we dropped a video version of one of our podcast episodes the trader joe's beauty episode so we have more coming in march so if you're not subscribed you can do so now and you'll even get access to last month's content also you can find us on facebook join our facebook group where we are long story shorties you can join us on instagram megan and wendy lss Is this my turn? (laughs) (laughs) And guys, we would love your emails. Send them to meganandwendy at gmail.com. We read every single one of them. And sometimes they even show up here on the show. We are loving your ratings and your reviews. As a reminder, if you send us a screenshot to our email, meganandwendy at gmail.com, we are going to choose five of you to send Starbucks gift cards to. So share those reviews. So... Rather than focus on one thing, we had a bunch of things we wanted to talk about, so we're doing a full episode of just catching up, talking about the things that are on our minds, and I want to start with a check-in, throwing it back to our first episode of 2021, and I want to talk about our progress with our words of the year. Oh, boy. (laughs) That should tell you mine. That really sums it up for me, too. I am sad to say. Remind me again what yours was. Hilariously, it's balance. Balance. Okay. And have you been able to balance your life? I don't know what I was thinking. I think I thought it's 2021. Things are going to get better this year, which I actually am quite hopeful about like the second half of 2021, things kind of heading in the right direction. There was an article in The Atlantic about like what the second half of the year might look like, especially this summer. We will link it. It was great. But I think in my mind, I thought like, I'm going to get my life back. I am not living like this anymore. And the reality is, I am still living like this. (laughs) We're Mm -hmm. still in a pandemic. My life is still pandemic life. So uh, it is what it is. And I am now just okay with it. So I remember years ago, we went to a conference and there was a speaker talking about balance. And I remember she put a slide up and it said, balance is bullshit. (laughs) I just, I I always go back to that because I strive for balance too. But like, honestly, it's either I'm a good mom or I'm a good friend or I'm a good housekeeper or a good cook. Like it's never all those things at one time. So truly, I have to remember balance is bullshit. A hundred percent agree with that. And for me, it wasn't about like finding balance with all the parts of my life. It was trying to find a balance of feeling a little bit more normal. Mm -hmm. I was just trying to get back to a place where it wasn't so Eeyore all the time, where it wasn't so consumed with the state of the world. And I do think that has happened a little bit. We talk a lot less about politics and CNN in our off off air times. Exactly. I was just going to say, I think... You know, that transition has helped a lot. Um, So my brain isn't so bogged down. But, you know, we're still living that pandemic life. So I think it's trending to better days. Mm -hmm. I'm hopeful. See, I feel like I'm always hopeful for a better day. And I remember early in the pandemic, there was a lot of like super negativity about like, this is the end. We're never going to see Christmas, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, those things came true. But I was always like, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful it's going to get figured out. It's getting figured out. We just have to be patient. Yeah. And that goes back to you being the optimist and me being the realist, I think. (laughs) And I think last year I knew that we were in it for the long haul for 2020. But like I said, I do. I feel very hopeful about the summer. It's it's going the right way. We're good. We're good. It's going to be great. So yours was strength. How are you doing there? Yeah, not great. (laughs) I think I had like a twofold on this. I wanted to be like stronger mentally. You know, the pandemic wasn't going to get me down anymore. You know, I have my moments, I guess. I'm not like coming at the world with this like uh, 
come at me, bro, you know, (laughs) attitude. (laughs) I wish I was. Um, The other part of it is I really wanted to work um, on my body in terms of strength and feeling healthier. And yeah, I just don't. Nope, doesn't happen. Every night, every night I lay on the couch and I watch like reality TV and I go, huh, yeah, tomorrow I'm going to get up and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And then like the next morning, poof, totally forgotten about like all those ideas that I had the night before. And then the same thing happens like the next night and the next night. And the next, like, I'm, it's seriously Groundhog's Day. I don't know how to break the cycle. I'm there with you. I keep thinking, like, when I am more active, I feel better, right? Like, my of body course. feels better. I sleep better. So I keep thinking, like, all that sounds great when I'm sitting on the couch. And then <laughs> I'm out for a walk. And I'm like, I'm kind of tired after just this walk with the dog. The idea uh-huh. of doing more. And I see all these people with their Pelotons. And I will admit. To being drawn in by the Peloton. It's Uh, alluring. Yes. Agree. (laughs) And I was telling my husband, and he is trying very hard to, like, walk the line between being supportive and also being realistic (laughs) about this financial investment because we have a bike in our bedroom Uh and we're trying to get rid of it. And he was like, I don't understand why you think this would be different. I said, because there's live classes. Like, it's social. Like, (laughs) he has a good point. He goes, look, if it's just the social aspect, is that really going to be enough to get you to use it? You know, we got this bike from my parents. They weren't using it. It was a good experiment. We didn't use it. Now let's get rid of it. He started running a year ago. Uh When he was home, he ran every morning, 30 minutes, every morning, just run, 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 run all summer long. Maybe took one day off a week. And then when he went back to work, he runs every morning that he doesn't go into work. So still three days a week because he has one work day at home. He still runs. And I don't know how he does it. Has he ever been a runner before? No. Typically in the summer, he gets this burst of, I'm going to exercise. And so he'll do... I remember he swam a lot one summer. Yeah, one summer. Mm-hmm. we I actually swam for I a while with him. until you hurt yourself. <laughs> and uh, Did I hurt myself swimming? And then he went back to work. That was the other problem, and I didn't want to go swimming by myself. And then one summer, he was, like, walking three miles every day. He, but typically, it doesn't last past the summer. But it's been a year, and I just was thinking about that because it started last March. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just does it. I wish I could just do it. <laughs> Well, here's what I was thinking the other day. I was thinking that for a while I was thinking, I have that in my mind that I can't just leave. I can't just go for 30, 45 minutes. Keep going because I feel the same way. Without making arrangements. Like, I'm going to go for a run. He never says, I'm going to go for a run, like as asking for permission. Never. Yeah. Same situation here. But I feel like I have to arrange my time around the family's day as opposed to the other way around. Right. So I'm thinking maybe if I try and reclaim some of my time. Right. Make yourself a priority. Yeah. Hey, you guys can wait for me. Not that we ever go anywhere. I know. (laughs) So especially if I go early in the morning, I don't know, maybe... Maybe that's the thing that'll get me to do it. Like, I can actually be alone during that time. I think morning is probably best for you because you don't like heat and sun on your body. So go in the morning when it's not too, too warm yet. Or the time is going to be changing here pretty soon. So you can go in the later evening as well with it still being light. I wish I could run with you. I was hoping that you were going to throw down a challenge. Let's see how many steps we can get it or whatever. I don't know. I I'm need, down for a challenge. Let's do that. I need hey, some motivation. You Go have ahead. an Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. I never wear mine, but I would for a challenge. You know, I got my watch uh, for my birthday last year, right before the pandemic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's been plugged in ever since. I think I've worn it like twice in the whole year. That's when I stopped wearing mine because yeah. <laughs> I liked it when I was out and about. I don't really need a watch at home, right? And I liked it when I was out and about because it kind of helped you be not be so tied to your phone. You could see if there was an important message coming through and then ignore it otherwise. And I liked the activity tracking. But once, especially in the early days when there was so little activity and the watch would just yell at me, I stopped wearing it. Uh But let's do a challenge. Okay, let's do it. We're going to do it, but I'm going to propose it to our Facebook group to see if anybody wants to join us. Love it. And if you want to join us, join our Facebook group because... 
What should it be? I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll put the details on our Facebook group. Okay, good. I love a good challenge. So I need I need some motivation. I don't know. Something, something. You know what I mean? Because I'm dying here, guys. (laughs) Slowly, a slow death. Let's talk about something more exciting. And that is that in three days from the day this podcast goes live, it's your birthday. Yeah, I told you. Dying a slow death here. (laughs) (laughs) But you've been doing some birthday gift shopping for yourself. I have been. I See, that's, I don't know what's wrong with me. The other night I got this like kick. Like I was like, I've been wanting all these things. So I'm just going to sit down with my computer and my credit card and I'm just going to buy everything that I want right now. And I'm only doing it because it's my birthday. Now, like, I don't know why, like I have to, it has to be my birthday to feel like I could buy these things for myself because once I list them, you're going to be like, you need those things every day. So why don't you buy them <laughs> regularly? Anyway, so I've been doing tons of shopping. The first thing I purchased was, it hasn't come yet, but I'm very excited. It's that Pros shampoo and conditioner. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Me too. It's like a custom. You have to answer all these questions. I know there's good shampoo at Target and I buy that stuff regularly. I just, I struggle with my hair because it's so thin. So I feel like if I buy something like personalized for me, it's going to help me feel better about my hair. Well, so. the Instagram ads get you, too. They do. Yeah, they I certainly have, do. I know people that have liked that very much, so I hope you like it very much, too. I hope it comes soon. <laughs> I'm very excited for it. I don't, I can't tell you what I purchased it for, but I don't remember it being, like, really that expensive. No, like a high-end shampoo and conditioner, but not an outrageously priced one. Right. So, like already- salon price. Right. So already right now, I purchased my uh, shampoo and conditioner from Ulta. It's like a salon grade shampoo. Mm -hmm. So it's not more than that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why I have to hang it on it being my birthday, being a birthday treat for myself. But yeah, I got that. I have underwear in my Amazon cart that I am (laughs) waiting on ordering as if I don't deserve to have underwear that fits and is in good condition. So I I get it. The fact that you're purchasing... Underwear from Amazon makes me laugh just because I've done it a million times, too. Well, (laughs) don't we deserve more than Amazon underwear? Okay, I agree. (laughs) And I do want to get back to your story, but I do want to say this very quickly. I went on a hunt, I don't, maybe a year ago for underwear that fit several specifications. Okay. And found this particular underwear on Amazon. Now, look, I agree. We need better underwear. But I ordered... These and my specifications were I wanted them to be like a mid cut, not super high rise, mm-hmm. not too low, because yeah. I didn't want them to slice my stomach in half and they okay. leave an unattractive line, especially under dresses. Yeah. And but I wanted that I need full butt coverage. This I am a lady of a certain age. I like to be comfortable <laughs> in my underwear. Uh-huh. And I found underwear that fits the bill. It can be worn under anything, doesn't leave major panty lines, although I don't actually care that much about that. Like, I'm a person who wears underwear. It's okay if you know that. And so I've ordered several pairs, and then I just discovered but they're only daytime underwear because they're not 100% cotton, and I only like to sleep in 100% cotton underwear. Uh. Well, come to find out, they have a version that is. So I put the 100% cotton nighttime underwear (laughs) in my cart because the underwear that I've been sleeping in is not as comfortable as my preferred Amazon underwear. Oh my God. Okay. First of all, I'm going to need to know what these Amazon undies are. I will show them. (laughs) Let's, do you know the name of them or the brand is Warner? My second thing I wanted to bring up is I didn't know you're supposed to only wear cotton underwear to bed. No, there's no supposed to. That's just oh. my preference. Oh, okay. It breathes better. Okay. Like, I didn't, I was like, well, is there a thing that no. you're supposed like for better vaginal health that you're supposed to wear cotton underwear? It's 100% to a personal preference. Okay. I didn't know that. Now, I'm, I'm, you know, we are podcasting from our respective closet. So mm. I just pulled out a pair of clean underwear and I'm looking to see. Mine are, oh my gosh, 99% polyester. 
<laughs> well, that's okay. So come to find out, I didn't know the material these were made of. I just knew they had kind of like a silky feel to them, like yeah. a satiny. Apparently they are polyester, which makes me feel badly about myself for some reason. But I enjoy them, I'm going to say. And finding a pair of underwear that fits well is a coup. So I'm going to continue to use my inexpensive Amazon underwear that comes in a three pack, but they're cute. They really are quite cute. We will link them in the show notes. Yeah, I'm going to have to check them out because these, the ones I buy are fruit of the loom. <laughs> oh, I've done my fair share, but I'm telling you, these are have a really flattering fit. They're very comfortable. They don't roll down. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, these don't, the mine don't roll down either. And they have like a... Um, I think they're called like breathable or some shit like that. Oh yeah, um, like they almost look mesh, but they're not. Yes, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I have because them. you know you and I get real hot during the summertime, uh-huh, so uh-huh. I need some breathable underwear on. Agree. Yeah. So I hijacked your birthday shopping. You ordered pros. What else did you order? I also ordered some. Talk about Instagram ads. I don't even know how to say it. It's Vegamore Grow Hair Serum. Okay. Have you seen it? It I probably only gets served to me because it's like, oh, you have thinning hair. I don't know how it knows that, but it just does. Anyhow, uh, yes, it's like a hair. It's like a natural hair serum that helps like new growth. Or you put whatever. it on your scalp? Yeah. And, and, and you can use it on your eyebrows, too. Do you deal with thinning eyebrows? Yes. Yes. Is that not a thing for you? For me, no. Oh, my God. Yes. I wish Um, they would thin. (laughs) I think it's just an age thing. It might be a menopause thing because, you know, I'm in early menopause. So, I mean, Megan might know that. Everybody listening may not know that. Um, Now they do. Yes. Ladies, get ready. Your eyebrows are going to go away. Yes. Oh, I every day filling in my eyebrows because they're so thin and they makes you look older when you have um like not you know i mean not, not strong eyebrows but not like full eyebrows sure you know? so i bought that i'm hoping that's gonna make some kind of miraculous hair growth happen overnight and then I know I've talked about it before but i'm just so invested in this bravo show called summer house <laughs> And you guys, I bought merch from from one of the like cast members. Sweatshirts? Yes, a oh, sweatshirt. Tell me more. So the, each like cast member has like their not each. There's probably two or three of them that sell individual merch. You know, just like podcasts do or YouTubers or whatever, right? Um, like with well, a this, catchphrase of theirs, exactly. Okay. And so, like two seasons ago, this her, the girl's name is Lindsay, and she was getting heated, and she said, "Don't activate me." And oh. so that's what this sweater <laughs> says: "This is don't activate me." And I just think it's perfect for me because I don't want to be activated. <laughs> you know, yes. don't come for me. <laughs> so. I'm so excited about it. I shared it on my Instagram and I got like so many messages like, oh my God, you bought that. I love that show. Blah, 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 blah. So we are going to need a picture of that for our Instagram once it comes. For sure. And the final thing that I bought myself and I talked about it last week because I had ordered it already. You know, these hands of mine, right? Well, I bought some cuticle oil Mm -hmm. from Amazon and it's called the, it's spelled C-U-C-C-I-O. I'm going to say... Cuccio? Cuccio. And it's like a really nice... It's probably like a professional grade size mm-hmm. oil. They have a little dropper? Yes. Okay. Milk and honey Curcio cuticle oil. I've been using it like numerous times a day. Mm-hmm. I put it right by my sink where I wash my hands and then I just throw it Smart. back on there. Right? Because my cuticles always look dry. Always. Mine too. They only look refreshed after I put the oil on. Same. And like two hours later, they're dry again. And I'm like, I don't get it. What's What am I doing that's making my hands look so terrible? I'm sitting here massaging cuticle oil and hand lotion into my hands while we're talking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, well, okay. So then speaking of hands, you know that Instagram account that we follow sometimes, the cleaning one? Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they were sharing... Um, Something called like some lotion that protects your hands. From oh, I have cleaning. seen that. Yes, yes. It's and like it's, liquid gloves or something. Yes, that's, that's what it's what's, called. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Something liquid gloves, something like that. Anyway, I read the reviews on Amazon. It's so good. So I'm like, hmm, do I need to get some of that as well? I don't know. I'm on a mission to take care of my hands right now. So hands and hair, apparently. 
I would like to say that we don't actually follow them. I do. Sorry. We don't follow them from our account. Okay. And they know what they're talking about. Their information is legit. I mean, I've been using Tide and hot water like nobody's business. And the Dawn plus vinegar to descale your shower doors works. Yeah. Are they great humans? I'm on the fence about that. So that's a that's a challenge for me. Um, Megan has some sort of like inside knowledge. I'm not aware of it, but it it is rumored that the main woman is a QAnon follower. She oh. made a comment when she was asked about it that did not deny it. I also don't love when they go into people's homes and they're like, look at this disgusting washing machine. I would be horrified to think that someone's coming into my home to clean it and then they're going to judge me for it. And putting it on Instagram to their like million followers. And talking about what a disgusting garbage human you are. So (laughs) that gives me pause. But their strategies are legit. So <laughs> their strategies are legit. But you're right. I um I would be mortified if somebody like showed pictures of my scaly windows or you know bathroom windows or whatever. This is why the internet doors. can be a bad thing because <laughs> I don't want to know necessarily. It's constant disappointment in people and brands that you like when you discover that the people behind them are not actually that great. So that happened with a podcast I love recently. It just makes me mad that people are bad. I hear you. Let's talk about something light. Okay. We're talking moisture. Let's talk Trader Joe's eye cream. Oh my gosh. Okay. So a couple weeks ago on our Trader Joe's beauty product podcast we shared the trader joe's eye cream i had some problems with it because i thought it smelled like moldy towels yeah you like yours yours says it doesn't have any no any kind of scent at all right well i got a um text from a friend who listens to the show and it says here so i bought that trader joe's eye cream and it does smell like old mildew towels <laughs> yeah and i wrote get out i said i'm still using it i like it but not that smell i wonder if it was a bad batch and then she says i've used it twice and the second time i used it i realized the smell was weird maybe megan's nose is not working <laughs> I like it, but it does smell. I don't know. Uh, I still use it, even though I think it has like a weird kind of I don't notice any scent from it. I'm going to get my nose up close and personal tonight. I used it this morning, didn't notice it. I still love it. I'd probably still, since I don't notice it, if I had to get that up close and personal and smell it, probably would still use it because I like it that much. Look, we've used like vitamin C stuff that smells like hot dog water. So yes. I can handle some mildewy towels <laughs> under my eyes because <laughs> that hot dog water, oof, I'll like smell it like later in the day and I'll go, ooh, what's that smell? And I go, oh God, it's my face. All right, Wendy. Yeah. I see one of your notes. Okay. You want a Vitamix? <gasps> oh my God. I fell down this deep, deep Instagram hole last night. Hold on. Do you remember? Uh, I think we were at a mom too when we met. We met Catherine McCord in the elevator. I vividly remember that, and you were so kind to her. She had cute shoes. I don't remember the specifics, but I just remember she was in the elevator with us. And Catherine McCord runs the Instagram account account Weelicious. Yes. She does these like weekly farmers market hauls. Okay. She brings home like the most beautiful produce. And then she does a meal plan around these, right? So then she shares the meal plan. Sure. And first of all, I'm like, I need to go to the farmer's market. <laughs> like I've been influenced, right? I don't even know where a farmer's market is. And when I was there, I wouldn't even know what to buy. There's one by me. We should go. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. So then she had all this, she makes smoothies like every day for her kids. And she, they're often on her Instagram stories. But I was looking at her um, recipes for it in her meal plan. And I was like, you know, I got like a crappy, uh, it's not even a blender. It's like a magic, it's not crappy. It's the magic bullet. It works fine. But I want a freaking Vitamix, man. I want to, it makes me think that I'm going to make more smoothies if I buy a So Vitamix. this is what I was thinking. Will you? I have a Vitamix. We never use it. Never? Do you make smoothies ever? Occasionally. 
I do. I always think like I should make more smoothies because I always enjoy them. And perhaps if I got on the farmer's market buying fresh produce train, mm-hmm. I would. For a while, I was pre-making like smoothie bags and putting them in the freezer so I could just dump them into the Vitamix in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of lazy. So the idea of hauling out the Vitamix because we don't keep it on the counter and so the base and the this, I, I just, it's a lot of steps for me. So sometimes it's a laziness problem. I, my question is, do you think the Vitamix would make you more likely to make a smoothie than your Ninja Magic Bullet would? Do you think the Peloton will make you ride the bike? No, I'm than- very well aware that it won't. <laughs> I'm self-aware that I am incredibly lazy. Like, I have these moments of wanting something and knowing that it won't get used. My problem is, is when I try to use, like, the magic bullet thing, like, you know, the ice gets jammed up in it. It it's it becomes like a whole process. It's not like a smooth, easy, let me throw all this stuff in and it's done. <laughs> That's what I want from the Vitamix. I know the Vitamix is like this powerhouse that will blend up all that ice. Yeah, it could like blend up my podcasting microphone if I toss it in there. (laughs) It is very powerful. Well, look, it's your birthday. Ask for a fancy Vitamix. That's a fun gift. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I will. I mean, I already asked for what I want. really wanted. What did you ask for? An uh, an Apple... An Apple iPad, an oh. iPad mini, an iPad mini. I don't want a full-size iPad. I currently watch everything on my phone. So if it's like while I'm working around the house or on the computer or laying in bed at night, I watch my phone. And I am turning 46 and it's hard to see this small yes. screen. So I all I need is like a mini that I can like prop up and watch on a slightly larger screen. Yeah, on your counter. Yes, exactly. Do they still make the mini? They do. That's good to know. I I, didn't think they did, but I looked it up and apparently they do. Well, I saw this Vitamix note on your list and Mm -hmm. I still have no idea what to get you for your birthday, which is a problem because it's days away. And I was like, oh, I'll get her one of those cute little Blendjet things. But if you have the magic bullet, the Blendjets are so cute, though. Have you seen them? They come in all the different colors. No, I don't even know what that is. It's like a mini, it's a portable blender. Like you can charge it and take it on the go. A lot of Instagram influencers sell it, right? I know. We had a discussion about me not being influenced (laughs) by the Instagram influencers, but they also have a great Instagram ad separate from influencers. It's very well done. Look, I'm sure it's garbage compared to a Vitamix. You got asked about the podcast. I did. I did. So yesterday, um, we were out, and the mom of my daughter's friend was like, we're like new Instagram friends, and Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, I see you have a podcast, because I had shared your awesome Oreo video, and I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, I just don't know how to react, Mm -hmm. I, I just, I didn't totally downplay mm-hmm. it but i was like yeah we do it's fun i do it with like my bff and we talk about parenting and fun stuff and blah, 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 whatever you know mm-hmm. um and then it was so funny because my husband came home last night after walking the dogs and he was listening to that podcast where we talked about jobs oh yes and he's like you need to own it that you have a podcast and i'm like i know but like you know uh, <laughs> Well, I appreciate that he's Team Wendy, so I think you should own it, too, even though I'm so full of shit and would do the exact same thing. Oh, yeah, we do. It's just something we do on the side for fun. Totally. Yeah, I know. I I don't know why I can't, like, just step into it. If we were, like, mega Dax Shepard huge, huge, you know, uh, is that his name? Dax Shepard? Yes. Is it Shepherd? Like, you know, when you say something, you go, is that right? Uh, well, now it sounds wrong to me, but I think you're right. If we were had the popularity of like his podcast or would, half of that. Right. I'd be like, 10% hell, yeah. Of it. hell yeah, I'm a podcaster. Like, yeah. But hey, if you're listening and you like this podcast, tell your friends because <laughs> seriously, you guys share this with your friends. We would love any new listeners. Last week, Wendy sends me a text and she said, did you know you can 
make the Apple on the back of your phone do things if you have an iPhone? <laughs> I have an update. <laughs> oh, you have an update? Yes. So, first of all, if you're listening and you have a newer iPhone, what do we have? 12s? Yeah. I don't know if the 12 is the first edition to be able to do this, but it's called Back Tap, and there are settings that you can set for two taps and three taps. Mine is set to take a screenshot. But what makes me angry is I saw a reel that was like how to turn on your flashlight the easy way. And apparently some phones have the option of turning on the flashlight with a back tap. That's not an option in my phone when I go. It's not one of my back tap options. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder why not. So I don't know if they have a I don't know. I don't know why it was there. Maybe it used to be, isn't anymore. But it's in settings, but where in settings? Do you so uh, let's tell the people. You go to settings, accessibility, touch, scroll all the way down to back tap, and then you touch back tap, and that gives you two options for a double tap and a triple tap. And it can do things like lock your phone, mute your phone, take a screenshot, open up Siri, Turn your volume up or down. Yeah, mine doesn't have the... Um, Flashlight. No. No, neither does mine. So I set that up on mine. Yes, I I don't know why I'm always the last to like learn these things. <laughs> well, uh, you also updated your phone... Just recently. Right. Yeah, just recently. But my phone... Okay, first of all, I have a case on it. And it works when you have a case on it, yeah. right? Uh, but I also have a... Uh, pop socket attached uh, to it which is kind of right over where the the apple icon is at i mean do you have to is it the apple itself is that what does it i don't know that's what i thought wait hold on i'm gonna try because what has been happening is i set mine up to do screenshots as well mm -hmm. and every time i try to do it it doesn't work but when but you set your phone down it does take a screen i have on the a pop socket. million <laughs> Screenshots of Same. the most random things. It is super annoying. Okay, so if I tap underneath where the pop socket is, like just right below it, it will take it. Okay. It's I have awful. another iPhone tip for you. Let me hear it. Uh, open up your camera. Okay. Put it in portrait mode and flip it around to face you. Flip it, yes. Now at the bottom, do you see the light settings? Yes. Scroll to studio light. Yes. Do you see the difference Oh, between natural light and studio light? It's like a slightly oh, yeah. soft it's focus a little, filter. Um, softer. Yes. <laughs> if you are taking selfies with your phone, I suggest you flip it into portrait mode and slide it on over to studio light. Was portrait available in the reverse camera on our old phones? I, I don't believe so. I don't think so either. I also just learned this too in portrait mode up in the top right hand corner. The F is, uh, it means something for photography people will know this. I can't remember what it's called. I will leave the information in our show notes, but the F is something. It like will blur out the back. Yeah, it's the opening of your like aperture. So if you slide it, it's the depth. That's how okay. deep your focus how you, is. How do you be. know all these things? Well, I don't know. How do you know anything? Okay. I'm just learn it. At yes. Some point. That's it. That's what it does. So listen to this. I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the podcast, but you're a redhead. Oh. People don't know. Mm -hmm. And in the past, you have told me that redheads have like difficulty with anesthesia and there was some other things, right? What yes. else are they? Well, the difficulty with anesthesia, typically we require more. Um, mm -hmm. In theory, we're supposed to have a higher pain tolerance. I don't know how you would test that. Uh -huh. uh, I believe that my skin feels the sun more intensely than a slightly non-fair-skinned person's would. Uh-huh. I don't know what the other redheaded theories are. Okay, so my daughter has a friend who's a redhead, and I was talking to her mom over the weekend, and... Uh, I just had mentioned that you're a redhead too. And I go, yeah, she's got all these crazy theories about this and this and this. And she's like, yeah, those are all true. <laughs> she goes, it has something to do with like DNA, I guess. Right. Okay. It's a DNA that makes our yeah. hair color. Okay. Anyway, but she did say the pain tolerance. And she said that her daughter is definitely one of those kids that like has been really hurt, but like totally downplays it, but will have like a broken ankle <laughs> yes 
is your pain tolerance like something like that? Like, I, how would you, you know that? How I would you know? Kn- I don't know how you measure that. Yeah. I don't know. And then the anesthesia one was so funny. She said, yeah, she had to have a tooth pulled recently and they had to give her like extra Novocaine and then laughing gas and all of it just to like extract the tooth. So um, anyway, I just thought that was so interesting. And I told you my nurses when I had my kids, the first time the anesthesiologist came into the room with my son and I was so happy to see him because I was in so much pain because I was induced. And I said, I know this is going to sound like off the wall, but I did read in a magazine once that redheads require more anesthesia. And to his credit, he didn't laugh at me. And he said, I, that isn't my experience, but he said, I do have a higher incidence of redheads with bleeding after an epidural. So where you need like a spinal patch. Oh, wow. And then the nurse after my daughter came in and I also had an epidural. No, I don't need any comments about my inability to give birth naturally because they were both over nine pounds. Thank you very much. And I, she brought a second nurse with her to like help me walk for the first time because she says my redheads have a tendency of fainting. So these are medical oh. professionals who made comments about redheads and the effect that our hair color has. <laughs> I would love to like actually see some written data on it. I, I'm just, I'm not trying to like prove you right or wrong. I just think it's so interesting. Yeah, I agree. I just can't imagine so they're going to get any funding for that. Testing the effect of hair color on pain tolerance. Listen, there's got to be something out there. All right. Tell me what you watched this weekend. We watched so much stuff this weekend. I don't, yeah, it just felt like a movie kind of weekend. Okay. So Friday night. Okay. I watched two movies One was on Netflix and one we had to, it's like a fairly new studio release. And we had been like waiting and waiting because to rent it was like $20. And I was like, "Eh, it's going to be available like to stream soon enough, but it still wasn't. So that was called A Promising Young Woman. Oh, I've been wanting to see that. And we watched I Care A Lot on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Oh. I haven't seen it. I just, it's not an uplifting story. The I Care A Lot one? Isn't Neither about, is like, promising elder woman. abuse. It's about scamming. It's not okay. el- why. I mean, we can not call physically that abusing them. Oh, no, 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 no. She's scamming them out of their okay. money. Yeah. And Rose, I think her, Rosamund Pike, Pike, she won last night on Golden Globes for Best Actress in a comedy. It's a very dark comedy. She won Best Actress for, for I Care a Lot. Yep. And you would recommend it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Oh, good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. If you don't know who the actress I'm talking about, she was also in Gone Girl, which she was fan-freaking-tastic in. So it's that blonde actress. Actress. Um, The other movie we watched, Young Promising Woman. Am I saying that right? Promising Young young Woman. That's it. With Carrie Mulligan. I wanted to love it, but it had like a super like weird twist to it that bummed me out. So I didn't like it as much. I liked I Care a lot better. Um, I also what watched two movies. I was looking up the title of the actual movie that I watched because okay. I couldn't remember what it was called. Um, I also watched two movies, and you're going to laugh because it's like the perfect distillation of the two of us. One was Friday Night in Our House's Family Movie Night, and the new Tom and Jerry movie is on HBO Max. Oh, my God. I would die. Nope. No. Nope. So my kids take turns choosing our Friday night movie. And it was my daughter's turn. And she wanted to watch the new Tom and Jerry movie. And it's terrible. Okay. <laughs> it's it's part live action with animated characters over it. It's like that Sonic the Hedgehog movie, right? Like Yes. But is Sonic animated? I can't movie. remember. I kind of I feel like, so. I mean, obviously he's computer generated, but he doesn't look like a cartoon. I don't remember, to be so honest. We unfortunately have seen Sonic the Hedgehog more than once. We own it. We had to buy it early. I believe that was an early pandemic purchase. <laughs> and look, Tom and Jerry has this whole other storyline about this woman who goes to work. I don't know. She's kind of like a, her life's kind of a mess and she can't get her act together. And it's this like somehow tom and jerry help her (laughs) it's it's not good guys it's it's not it's not great i didn't do tom and jerry 
speak? Do they have? Nope. Although, oddly, oh. some of the animals speak in the movie, but Tom and Jerry do not, although there's one scene where Tom sings, which was odd to me, but they don't speak. I hate cartoons. I always have. There's just no way in hell that I would ever watch Tom and Jerry. You're a good parent. Well, you know what I do while we're watching movies. I mean, I was reading a book half the time, so yeah. <laughs> let's be fair. I was with them, but only in spirit part of the time. The other movie I watched was on Hulu called The Map of Tiny Perfect Things. It's a YA what... movie. Oh! So the lead actor and actress, Kyle Allen and Catherine Newton. And Catherine Newton was familiar to me. She was in Big Little Lies. She plays Abigail. She apparently is in the new Ant-Man. She was in the TV miniseries of Little Women. She was in Supernatural. She was in a couple other things, Halt and Catch Fire. Her face would be familiar to you. But it's a YA movie, and it's a time loop movie. So um, they're living the same day over and over again. And they have to figure out how to get out of it. And it has kind of a sad twist at the end. But No. Uh, no. This is an American science fiction romantic comedy. I'm out. As soon as it says science fiction. It's only science fiction because it's a time loop. It's like calling Groundhog Day a science fiction science movie. Fiction. Okay, okay. Was this movie on your list of movies to watch? It was, actually. I saw well, it. Hey. I put it on the list. Yeah. Oh, you put it on the list No, to no, check it off the list? No, before I watched it, I was like scrolling through Hulu. I put it on my list and then I had a night where I went to. Yes, it was on my list before I watched it. Okay. All right. Well, I know I told you to put a Netflix series on your list this weekend. Uh-huh. It's called Ginny and Georgia on Netflix. Did you get past episode one? I've watched three episodes. Okay. I'm about five episodes in. I really like it. It makes me a little bit uncomfortable. It makes but me I like it. deeply uncomfortable. The dialogue or... No, or... the dialogue is great. I like that it's edgy. It, it's not the dialogue that makes me uncomfortable. The scenes that make me the most uncomfortable are the scenes that are just the teenagers because... Because they're doing bad things. They're horrible. (laughs) They're mean to each other. They make terrible decisions. It makes me so uncomfortable thinking about high school. Obviously, this is a dramatization, but there is, I don't know. I mean, kids are doing these things, right? Kids are smoking pot in each other's basements and making poor sexual decisions. Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. Parts of it just make me uncomfortable. But I, I do enjoy it. I think it's 10 episodes. I'm trying to decide if I'm... It's hard to know. Are you going to be rooting for Georgia at the end? Um, I don't want to give anything away to those who haven't watched it yet. It's... I want to root for her, but... uh, She's been given, like, a real shit life. So, yeah, I'm kind of rooting for her. But she's made some really terrible decisions, too. Well, I would say she's deeply flawed as a character. Uh-huh. And we get these moments in at least the first three episodes where you get a bit of her backstory and you realize what she has come from. And then you get a little bit of her children's backstory and you realize like she's not all one thing. Mm-hmm. She's kind of fighting hard to be this great mom. But then you see some of the horrible things she's done. It's an interesting storytelling method yeah with the way things are revealed i agree i agree i like it a lot i i do hear you about the teenage stuff because and i don't know if you got to it yet but there's this one scene where jenny sends like um sexy selfies to a boy she likes and i'm like no 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 they don't waste any time making you uncomfortable but i do find it compelling and i want to see where it's going but as the mother of a teenager i can't help but watch it through those eyes. Sometimes I can watch a teen show and just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'm watching it as a mom. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to right. cover my eyes and run away. You know what's funny is that I didn't really want to watch this show when I saw the previews for it. Because I was like, uh, who is this character who's playing Georgia? I'm actually looking her up right now because I'm not familiar with her. But she's playing like this real like Southern, almost like too sweet. And I just was like, I'm not into that. But there's it's it's good. 
It's really good. Things are not always what they seem. Oh, what's this deadline an hour ago? Taylor Swift slams Netflix Ginny and Georgia over deeply sexist joke. Uh-oh. A lazy, deeply sexist joke made about her dating life. Yeah, quote, what do you care? You go through men faster than Taylor Swift. I don't see it as sexist. I can see it as... Uh, she sees it as sexist because I'm sure there's men out there who go through a lot of girlfriends as well. That so is she's an excellent saying, point, like, and nobody's saying that about them. Nobody's saying, like, you're going through... Like John Mayer. E- exactly. Anyway, I enjoy it. Curious if others like it. So leave us a email or join us on Facebook. I think I want to try to talk about it in Facebook this week in our Facebook shorties group. So. so last week I was talking to somebody and I made a comment about she was wearing a dress and it was like super cute. And um, I was like, oh, you look really cute today, blah, 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 whatever. She goes, yeah, I don't usually wear dresses because I, de- I never like I don't like the way I look at him. And I go, well, that's me. Like, I never wear a dress because I feel like a monster in it. And she goes, oh, you're not that big. Ugh. I was like, what? <laughs> like, I felt like I got hit by a Mack truck after, after, like, I know it's Did like a she shitty comment. walk it back? Did she realize what she had no. said? Or no, she just sat in it. She just sat in it. No. And I just was like, eh, okay. And then we like moved on. But I was like, <sighs> it's not the shitty comment because I get lots of shitty comments. People say stupid shit and they either don't mean them or they're not aware how they come out. I I get it. I'm guilty of doing the same thing. But I think what I'm so hung up on is that like people's perception of or how they see me, they see me as big and overweight, which I think I am those things, but I don't want other people to recognize that. I think this was just a shitty comment. I don't know. How would you have handled that? I would have not said anything because I never know what to say. But yeah. Yeah, that's I mean that's what <laughs> that's what I did. I just felt bad about myself for the last week, <laughs> you know. Is it this... has really done a number on me, I will say. So uh, I wonder if it was coming from a like if it felt like in their mind like a compliment, maybe. Uh it didn't feel like one. No, it doesn't sound like one. But if yeah. in their mind it was the equivalent of saying, you don't have anything to worry about. Yeah, maybe, but she could have said it nicer. <laughs> Certainly. I don't know. Yeah, I just was like, oh. Yeah, like, she could have said something, like, totally different. Like, oh, my gosh, you would look so cute in a dress. Whatever, you mm-hmm. know, like, just yeah. Wear what feels good on you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Speaking of dresses, uh, I want to talk about that dress you bought from Target. Do you love it? Well, I haven't worn it yet. Okay. Uh, but I bought a big, long, we'll put it in the show notes, flowy dress that I saw on the rack at Target. And, you know, Target dressing rooms aren't open, so I just, like, took a chance. And I tried it on over a pair of jeans, and you could not even tell I was wearing a pair of jeans in the photo. That's how flowy it is. <laughs> but I thought, maybe this will be a cute Easter dress, even though I don't know if we're doing oh. anything for Easter. But it's cute but and springy and long and flowy. I want to love it. I'm totally going to wear it. It, You know, Target is getting a lot of heat right now for what people are calling, like, their prairie dresses. And people are buying them and taking these staged photos that are designed to look like they're on a farm. Have you seen this? No. Maybe there's a hashtag. I've only seen photos shared. And here's the weird thing about it. One, I do agree that when you see all of those dresses in a group, they kind of do have that feel. I don't think this dress has that prairie feel because it's not high necked. It doesn't. And it has like a springy print as opposed to some of the other floral prints. Anyway, the idea that you're going to spend money on a dress only to make a joke out of it is so bizarre to me. Like these photo mm-hmm. shoots with these dresses, like, look at, they're so ugly, but we're going to buy them all and take pictures of them is so bizarre to me. And Target's like, well, we're going to laugh all the way to the bank on this one. Go ahead and keep right. buying them. But I also think like when you buy something as a joke and you're like, look at how ridiculous this looks. And then someone walking by, it thinks it looks cute. And they're like, great. Now I'm an internet meme if I want this mm-hmm. dress. Right. All that to say, I don't know that this dress like, I think it walks the line of potentially feeling like that. But when I put it on, it just, like, is so flowy that I thought, I don't really care what anybody thinks. I just love this dress. 
You can wear whatever underwear you want. That's wear, right. right. I am <laughs> speak so going back to your shopping comment earlier, Old Navy has my number. I get targeted Old Navy da- Old Navy ads all day long. And in Instagram stories, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but when there's an ad that's a couple slides long, sometimes there's a when you get to the third or whatever the final slide is, there's a line that says expand story. And if you click oh. on that, you'll get six or seven more slides. And so I am getting so many cute Old Navy new releases targeted to me on Instagram because I keep clicking and clicking and clicking. And I have this image of this summer wardrobe that is cute and flowy. I'm trying to curate this wardrobe that I'm excited about wearing that's not just like t-shirts and pull-on shorts. Yeah. Are you going to buy any of this stuff? Well, I have some of them in my cart. Okay. I bought a couple like cute graphic tees and I'm like, look how cute those will look with denim shorts. Graphic tees is so not your jam. Right? I bought uh-huh. a Beatles one at Target. Cute. Um, and here's my problem. A lot of these band tees people buy because they're cute. But I'm like, I'm not going to buy a Rolling Stones t-shirt because I'm not into the Rolling Stones. Right? I'm not going to yeah. buy the shirt because it's cute. That bothers me for some reason. But uh, if you knew me in high school, I was the hardest of the hardcore Beatles fan. <laughs> so I feel like I can legitimately wear this shirt. The problem is a lot of the Target graphic tees are now cropped because they're in yeah. their junior section. And that's not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not into it. They had a really cute one that I, oh, they had a Coca-Cola one that I wanted, but it was uh-huh. cropped. I just. I okay, hot tip. In the men's department, they have usually similar graphic tees. I did look. I know they, they didn't did have you? the ones I wanted. Yes. Oh, bummer. But, um. Old Navy is having all sorts of like cropped sweatshirts, sweaters, right? And stop it. Stop it right now. I'm not a Gen Z girl. I need a little length on these things. I've had a baby. Right. I just, it doesn't, it's, and look, if you're comfortable in a crop, wear the crop. It's not for me. I need to see this. Either you need to. Should make I a create post? a post I, of my dream summer wardrobe? Yes. Okay. Either, either on Instagram or a Pinterest board or something. I need to see all these, all these things. I'll do it because I'm I'm into it. I need I need somebody to do like shopping for me because I need new clothes desperately. One last thing I want to talk about before we move on to Megan and Wendy approved. Okay. Did you watch any of the Golden Globes? Oh which yes. Aired last night briefly. I will admit I did not watch a lot of it. I watched a little bit. I found it painful to watch. Right? (laughs) Me too. And I happened to turn it on at a moment where apparently Amy and Tina were not on the same stage or they were far apart on the stage. And then they were talking over each other because there was a delay. And I thought, get it together. Could they not have paid these people enough to quarantine them and test them? I didn't even think about that. I just thought, yeah, why aren't they just tested and then they can be hosting together? I mean, come on. They probably see each other in real life all the time. Don't you think so? Give them a paycheck that makes it worth quarantining and testing and then they can be on stage together. My goodness. It was horrible. At least I thought that was bad. Now, some of the presenters were on stage together, but it did seem like I didn't see very many presenters, but I saw Kevin Bacon and Kira Kira Sedgwick. Okay, they're married. They can be together. Mm -hmm. And then I saw, I cannot think of their names, but the uh, husband and wife, Randall and Beth on This Is Us, they presented together. So perhaps because they filmed together, they can be Mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. Were all of the presenters people that are already in a bubble together? No, sometimes they had like uh, single presenters and then sometimes they had like video presenters. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, right out of the gate, the first winner, like they had technical problems and you couldn't even hear like his acceptance speech. I was like, really? This is off to a great start. (laughs) And then some people walked a red carpet. I didn't watch any of the pre-show stuff because I just don't care. I saw some photos, but then a lot of people were just in their homes. I really loved Kaylee Cuoco's dress. I don't follow her, but I follow Brad Gresky, who's her stylist, and he was posting Mm -hmm. a lot of getting her ready. I didn't see a ton of the fashion. Yeah, me neither. And really, I'm only seeing it from, like, the boobs up 
when they're from home. Well, and it was really fun to see how some of them chose these really beautiful curated spots in their houses. <laughs> yeah. And some of them are like, I'm just in a room that has doors that close. Yeah. <laughs> so one of our favorite wins of the night. Yeah. Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. I mean, I told you in the very first episode of our podcast that that was my favorite show. Like that was Megan and Wendy approved. Number one for me was Ted Lasso. Uh, That was my favorite show of last year. Did you hear the news? No. They have announced it will be three seasons and only three seasons. No! (laughs) No! I am of two minds on this. I don't like it when a show gets canceled and they don't know that it's going to be the end. So we don't get the good conclusion that the writers want. Because I think when a writer starts a show, they have a vision of how it ends. I just love that so much, that show so much. Like, I need a season of, like, 25 episodes. If you want to only do three three seasons, great. Make it 25 episodes long because it's so good. And did you love it's, that he was in a hoodie doing his expe- yes. acceptance speech? Which I guess turned into, like, a full meme. Like, that was, like, a big thing, like, that he was just in this hoodie. He seemed kind of shocked to me. Like, he didn't, wasn't prepared to win, I don't think. Agreed. He didn't have, like, a great speech to get I don't honestly I don't even remember if I listened to it but he seemed sort of like out of source that he won and I will say you know he and his wife just split yeah and I kind of like it when like something like that happens and you and and you win like a big award yeah like like he he needed a win I also love that he's like look we're on zoom why am I gonna go through the bs of sitting here in a tux give me a break I think he assumed Eugene Levy would win of, yeah, I think so. Because they had such a big win at whatever the last award show was. Mm-hmm. And they did win for best comedy. Well, why don't we wrap it up there and move on to Megan and Wendy Approved next. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our friend at Celestial Shell Creations. Guys, right now I am looking at a fabric storage bin made out of a fabric that features Zodiac constellations. It's so cute. I can't handle it. She's also recently added drawstring bags. And we happen to know that there are new products coming to the shop. And as a bonus, she had started accepting Afterpay, which we know is a thing that some people are really looking for. So head on over to celestialshell.com. Of course, we'll link it in our show notes. Use the code LSSFRIENDS15 for a discount. If you need a tarot wrap, if you need a book sleeve, if you need a mug rug, she's got it all. Check her out. It's time for Megan and Wendy Approved. Yes, it is. I want you to go first. I have a skincare product. Oh, exciting. And several months ago, we read an article on Cosmopolitan.com that listed the order in which you should be applying your skincare. And it was like a 10-step process. And I am not doing a 10-step process. And I think nobody's doing a 10-step process, but they were basically breaking down, if you use these products, this is the order in which you should use them. And also listed along with the order were some suggested products in each category, which I appreciated. And I purchased some of those. And yes, I'm aware some of those are paid placements and there are affiliate links at play. I get it. But I'm also a sucker. And there were some real winners. And the biggest winner is the CeraVe Skin Renewing Retinol Serum. They have two versions of their retinol from CeraVe. They have one that's anti-aging, which is this one, and they have one that's anti-acne. Now, the reality is any retinol is going to be acne-fighting. I don't know what other ingredients the anti-acne version has, but this retinol is gentle enough for me to use on my skin every night, and I have skin that can be a little bit sensitive, and I do use it every night, and I was dealing with some maskne for a while. I have not had that problem in months. My skin is calm, and I think the combination of this retinol serum plus going all in on hydrating products, not just a moisturizer. I use a moisturizing toner. I use a hyaluronic acid serum, and I use a moisturizer morning and night, Plus the retinol has made a huge difference in the quality of my skin. Wow. How much is that? At Target, it's $15.99. Mm-hmm. I, I bought mine at Ulta. It says it's $18.99 at Ulta. So it is more expensive than your standard drugstore product. But certainly there are high-end products that are 
five to ten times as much. Yeah. I like it a lot. And it's your favorite brand. I love CeraVe. <laughs> I do. <laughs> That's awesome. I want to check that out. Um, for me, gosh, I talked a lot about my hair in this episode. I have a hair product. <laughs> It's right. the Bumble and Bumble Heat Shield Blow Dry Accelerator. Now, many, many, many years ago on our YouTube channel, we had really liked a blow dry accelerator product. But I can't it remember. discontinued. Yeah, it doesn't exist anymore, Correct. right? Okay. So L'Oreal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I bought this one. Um, this I bought it from my uh, salon. But I'm sure Bumble and Bubble, I think they sell at Ulta. You can find it around. So it's like a an aerosol spray. Mm-hmm. It comes out very fine mist. And it's supposed to, you know, help your hair dry faster. But at the same time, it protects against heat. So I use a hair dryer every single day on my hair and um, a curling iron too. So I don't know. I just like it. It's It doesn't make... You know, sometimes when you can, like, put too many products on your hair, your hair gets all weighed down and feels weird. It doesn't do that. I like it. It smells good. And do you find that your hair dries faster when you use it? Here's the rub. My hair is so thin and fine anyway, it dries pretty quickly. <laughs> so do I really need a blow-dry accelerator? Probably not. But my daughter's hair takes forever to dry. So I really kind of bought it more for her, but I've been using it and I like it. Well, and a heat protectant that's not weighing your hair down is great, too. Exactly. Awesome. All right, friends. Thanks for coming along with us as we chatted our way through this episode. We'll be back on Thursday to discuss It Was Always You, the final movie in the Love Ever After series on the Hallmark Channel. And while you're here, scroll on down if you're an Apple Podcast user and leave us a review. We would love it. Take a screenshot, email it to us, Wendy at gmail.com, and we're going to choose five of you to send Starbucks gift cards to. We love your reviews, and it definitely helps us out in the Apple Podcast system. Until next time, have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.